Hey everybody, welcome back to the Playing With Power podcast, the issue-by-issue retrospective on Nintendo Power Magazine. You're looking at volume 27, and I always forget to look at the month in advance, from August 1991. And we're looking at uh, Mega Man and Dr. Wily's Revenge. I am your host, Ben, and with me as always are my co-hosts, Mike. Hello. And John. Howdy. Quick reminder to our uh, listeners to please go on iTunes and give us a quick rate and review. It'll really help us out. Uh, Without further ado, let's get into the issue at hand. So we're looking at uh, Mega Man and Dr. Wily's Revenge in the cover. And this is actually a Game Boy game. And we're looking at, uh, for the first time in a long time that I can remember, uh, an actual picture of a model on the front. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, Unfortunately, it's it's not Heidi Klum. (laughs) (laughs) It's Dr. Wily in some kind of uh, excavating machine? Yeah, he's got a weird, he's got a horrible downgrade from his his amazing pill-shaped flying saucer, and now it's just a tank. I'm just just happy to see a model of He's lost an entire axis of travel. (laughs) Yeah, he's like drilling to the center of the earth or something. He wants to hang out with with Shredder and Krang in the Technet room. I guess. (sighs) Yeah, I like to get the little spinning uh, helicopter eggs things. Yeah, what are those? Helicopter spinning egg things. Helicopter spinning egg things. (laughs) I like that it seems like the the tank model seems to have working lights. It does, yeah, and the, uh, the there's a little circle around it, so you can kind of see why there's like head poking out of the top, but you can't really see his full head. It kind of reminds me of the um, the tank from like Mass Effect, the make yeah. the Mako. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Oh, I got a yeah like from the... Mike. So you know what? That's two versus one, bud. Okay, but <laughs> his judgment is questionable at best. It's like the Mako in a crockpot had a baby. <laughs> It's it's true. He knows about my dating life. It's like the drill dozer from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> with the uh, <laughs> a crockpot on top. <laughs> it's like Wario's crockpot. <clears throat> it's like a Doctor Robotnik machine. Oh yeah, snap. there we go. So just ruined it. <laughs> okay. Tyrannosaurus Rex. That's right. Okay, let's move on in. Uh, I've got the power line. In the introduction. Oh no, we got the inside ad, which is a new thing, mm. and it shows this kid who's yeah, this kid is head to toe in black on his uh, weird wonky Willy Wonka couch, and he's got a black shirt with the Power Underground on it, and he's giving and he's like the his, Black Power Fist. To the yeah, end. he's he's a Black Panther wannabe. <laughs> That's weird because in the printed version I have, it's still the. Unleash the Beast one. Oh. Hmm. No, this one uh, talks about joining the Power Underground, still only $15, so I guess this would, this was a subscription exclusive in this game we're reading. It's, yeah, probably trying to get people to subscribe, but they didn't have it already. I'm guessing. Oh, so if you had the subscription, then this would be the standard. Oh. Right. Okay. Well, and then we get to the Power Line, where we get to see... Uh, Someone is, is a drawing in set of someone painting their Game Boy Ferrari red. Yeah, because there's like a design your Game Boy contest about halfway yeah. through this. If you run ahead. And he's got his designer hammer next to the Game Boy, which doesn't bode well for it. But I guess I guess he wants to make the survive destruction section of the, of the mailbag. Is he putting wheels on this thing? I see there's a wheel, too. It could well, be. he's imagining a Ferrari, so... Yeah, I think yeah, he, but he has an to, actual wheel on the table. Well, yeah, because that's like his attempt. I think he wants to like find the, where the mm. circuits aren't and hopefully put nails in there. Unless he's just going to glue them to the side, so it's like a station. Well, I love that you're like inferring <laughs> this whole this kid's whole plan based <laughs> on. Well, he is. Look, he's going to slap wheels to it, and he's going to try to drive it around. Look at him. He's insane. Why does well, the spray paint just say red on it? <laughs> it's just red. Why does the hammer have a have red on the outside of it? Well, he's been hammering the paint. Why, are his sh- why is he a midget? Why is he in, like, a giant warehouse? By looking at why the is si- he carrying a box the size of it? Looking at the size of that <laughs> door. 
Like that he's gotta be in like <laughs> yeah, he's imagine he's imagining thing. a car that Game Boy's gonna be a big disappointment. <laughs> I think he's trying to make the Game Boy into a car. Okay. I'm just saying. Alright, anything else in the power line? Uh no. CES Not coverage, the they're saying. They tell us we're gonna get some CES coverage. We're gonna learn about Ninja Gaiden three, and we're gonna get some, the skinny on Dragon Warrior two and three. All right, and Super Mario World. Can't wait to get to that. All right, Woot. and we get to learn who the new editors are now that Howard is gone. Uh, the senior editor is now Pam Sather. But do we know anything about her? Well, editor in chief is the important one, Gail Til- Tilden. Yeah, you're gonna have to talk to her. She didn't reply to my message. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll have to hunt her down. Make sure she knows about the Playing With Power podcast. Yeah. Apparently her and Howard don't talk on Facebook, otherwise she would have known. <laughs> Alright. Uh, continents? Anything? On the table of contents, I did find something good. Okay. Uh, you see Mega Man and Dr. Wily's Revenge. Underneath it says, Will the Wily Doctor finally spell the end of Mega Man? And Capcom's new Game Boy title... Dr. Wily is out to extract vengeance for his earlier losses. Extract it from his body? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, instead of exacting vengeance, he's going to extract vengeance. Yeah. Like, I, I just guess, I guess that spell checking here isn't an extract science. <laughs> like, how is he extracting vengeance from him? I don't know, stick a needle in him and like, pull it out. Oh, they cover uh, Game Boy Days of Thunder. Yep. The Tom Cruise classic. Starring Cole Trickle. (laughs) Starring Dick Trickle. No, Cole Trickle. Cole Trickle's the... His character. Dick Trickle's an actual person. I know, I know. And it's also something you go to the doctor for. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So, based on my results from the clinic last week, I'm clean! Woo! Woo! All right, players. It turns out, it turns out, if you're unprotected, you can effectively give it to someone, as in they've got it and you don't. On that note, no, go out and have unprotected sex, everybody. Yeah, it's totally Woo! great, everyone. Yeah, Just if, don't if even bother do with it, condoms. It's totally if worthless. If you do it enough, it feels you, way yeah, better. Yeah. If, if, if you do it enough, you will run out of the virus. <laughs> Eventually, your body will eject all of it. Yeah, you just you just gotta burn it off if you get it, but by doing it more with more people. Yeah, exactly. The more, the merrier. Uh, before we leave the table of contents, I just want to look at the Mario section for Super Mario World, where uh, Mario is donkey punching Yoshi. <laughs> uh, it's one of my favorite lines on a date. I say like, "My couch pulls out," but I don't. <laughs> Terrible. All right. <laughs> all right, Mike, this first letter is, has your name all over it. Oh, it's a Canadian one. All right. The Super yes. NES in Canada? I read the June and July issue on Nintendo Power that the Super NES is coming to the U.S. this fall, eh? It sure sounds great. Will they be sold in Canada this fall, too? From Peter Hughes of Vancouver, British Columbia. To which he gets a reply, our manufacturing facilities have been taxed to the max to meet the high demand for Japan's Super Famicom. We are now concentrating on the Super NES, but have been able to produce only a limited number. Therefore, we don't plan to ship them to Canada this fall, and they will probably be a very short supply in the U.S. We have high hopes for 1992. And as a uh, insert below that, Mayor Tom Bradley officially declared November 5th, 1991 as Nintendo Fun Day in Los Angeles. Now, there's a city that knows how to have fun. Mm. And then I get to see a picture of, I guess it's, uh, no, it's some kid, Christopher Police of Clark Summit, Pennsylvania, recently got a Nintendo action set for his fifth birthday. We don't think it's possible for anyone to look happier. Oh, yeah, he's happy only for the next six months or so. <laughs> Because the, oh. the Super NES is going to come out and everyone's going to look at him like, you're still playing, man. Aw. He'll love it for years. Don't say that. <laughs> okay, well, who wants to read about Yeah, he's the, definitely like holding it like, across his lap, though. <laughs> he looks <laughs> it's like my he's ch- having a little too fun with that box. Looks like it's my ch- this ended it's with my a chub hernia. in a box. My chub in a box. Ooh. Hey, turn that into a box of certain function if you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> Combox Origins 
Hey, we found the Reddit guy as a kid. Uh, Look at that face. <laughs> he took the NES box out, but he found something else to put in. <laughs> the box was his favorite part, if you know what I mean. <laughs> okay, so who wants to read the next one? The, ha- the hammer's my penis. <laughs> a cold-blooded player. This is my iguana, Phyllis, enjoying my Nintendo Entertainment System. Nothing personal, but I think that she appreciates the heat generated from the NES more than the exciting graphics and great gameplay. Nintendo and reptiles forever. So it's just literally a picture of the iguana laying on a Nintendo. That kid is probably one of those guys, you know, like... Yes. Like that friend where you're just like, oh, you're like, you're the lizard friend. Like, and... Like... Yeah. I keep snakes in my pocket. (laughs) That was the best... He, Here's a turtle, my butt. When, when he threw the rock and and ran up the hill at, at camp and ran into a tree, that was like my. Uh, I think I have to tell that story now. To just yeah. tell it. So yeah, you can use his first name. Uh, yeah. Do we say Ryan's Ryan's with? Well, it was Travis. Whatever. Anyway. Um. So there was a kid that joined our scout troop when um, a couple of years behind us. So we were like, you know, kind of the senior leadership, and. Uh, it's the first week that he's up at scout camp and he's just i mean he ended up he ended up being a pretty cool guy but like everyone's a little weird when they're 11 and so he would like catch lizards and hang out in his tent all by himself all the time or whatever so like uh we just thought this kid was weird but about halfway through the week he thought it was a good idea to like go out near the latrine and just chuck rocks into the into the latrine while someone was in there and he like hit ben not our Ben, a different Ben, <laughs> with a rock, and like Ben ran out to you know smack him upside the head, and so this kid like turns around and like books it up the hill, but like <laughs> he was like running as fast as he can through like pine forest and just face plants it into a pine tree, <laughs> and like oh my god, that was that was the best. So anyway, do you remember we did that again? We're on that backpacking trip, and I had that. Uh, I might not have been on that. Man sleeping I don't think tent. I was on that one. <clears throat> oh really? Yeah. yeah, I had like a I had that one man sleeping tent <laughs> thing where you had to like put like a long Oh yeah, um, he like he he, he clotheslined himself. Yeah, I I remember hearing about that. <laughs> yeah, he like tripped on it and like smacked his knee oh. like right on a rock. Oh. And then he went crying to daddy. I remember <laughs> I think his you remember the, dad had to like carry him. The one kid who uh, clotheslined himself on the barbed wire like on on, oh. the, on the, <laughs> he like split his shoulder wide open running into barbed wire. Uh, mm, good times, move. but whenever I see iguanas, by the way, I just think salmonella. Like I just, uh, they're like, the, <laughs> they're like the worst pet. Like this thing can kill you, and it's not even that great of a pet. Like, and it doesn't even care about. Yeah, you. Uh, it's like it's like a worse cat, is kind of what I think. <laughs> it's less petable. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so then I think since you're the one with the kids, that you acknowledge that you'll right. be the one that uh, will enjoy this. <laughs> That I know of. Uh, Where's Fiery Mario? My son David is a recent subscriber to your magazine and wanted to thank you for the Dragon Warrior game pack. David, age 6, who has played Nintendo games since he was 4, is quite accomplished in many games. He has studied your strategy guides and used them to figure out how to play the games. In fact, I can say that Nintendo Power has motivated him to learn how to read. Not to be outdone, Brother Robbie, age 3, has also taken up the control pad to turn in some pretty respectable scores. I am really pleased to see him apply himself to learning the games through his brother's example. He has gained a lot of self-confidence through his accomplishments. There is a definite place for Nintendo in our house. And it's got a cute picture of the brothers wearing uh, Super Mario uh, outfits. Come on, Pat. Your last name's Niddle, and you can't call one of your sons Richard. (laughs) All right. Yeah, the, yeah. This is really cute. I'm yeah, pretty nothing, sure that Je- nothing I can really say about that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Jeremy got uh, some could have gotten some ideas from this. <laughs> and then let's see what else. There, there's a feature here. Well, John is the sports guy, so he can handle. There's a feature here on the Nintendo little, like the local Nintendo Little League team that got sent to Japan for. Like a baseball tournament? Is that what's going on here? So, let's see. Um, the Mon- Montlake Rainier Cobras. It was our first flight for many members of the team. 
and getting on the jet was only the beginning of a week full of many firsts. Well, I'm sure going to Japan, there's all kinds of firsts. Uh, like, first pair of used underwear from a vending machine. <laughs> first ass grab on a train. Yeah. It's a good time. Anyway, when they weren't playing baseball, the team coach's parents' volunteers retreated to a whirlwind tour of Japan. Many of them, they were welcomed with elaborate receptions, and best of all, they toured Nintendo in Kyoto. It was a dream come true for lucky players who also got to meet Mario and play Super Mario World on a Super Famicom. Those lucky bastards. That's pretty freaking awesome. At every opportunity, the team exchanged gifts, photographs, baseball caps, and playing cards with opposing teams. Better than our first, you know, forays into, you know, when normally when the white people head into foreign countries, they bring syphilis and anyway. Uh, let's see. Free blankets. <laughs> Uh, it soon became clear that we all spoke one universal language, Nintendo. When Game Boy was brought out, players in both countries knew what to do. Pop in a game pack, connect the game link cables, and get set for a friendly head-to-head comp- competition. Now, when did po- Pocket-, <laughs> Pocket Monsters was like 94? Yeah. Uh, so they, they didn't get to pick up any of the sweet, you know... Uh, they're not that. They didn't miss uh, Pokemon by that much. <laughs> Look at did you see the picture with the three black kids like being given uh, trying to get used to chopsticks or really <laughs> Look at how pissed they are. Yeah. Like, well, what kind of shit is this? <laughs> they're like, oh, what the hell is this? None of this is chicken. This ain't my grits. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we both went racist! Yay! Alright. Oh, anyway. So proud of you guys. Mm-hmm. And we got one of the dads in the uh, in the back row looks kinda like Mario. Yeah, pretty Or at the very least, uh oh, what's his name? From earlier in the in the in the Nintendo Power. The guy that wrote in Driscoll. No, Discordia. Mark Discordia. That's him. That's his brother. They got this tiny Asian kid in the front. It's more like a mogwai than a human. He looks thrilled to be going. Well, yeah, he gets to be the translator. <laughs> uh, it's going to be awkward, though, if you're out there and you don't know the language. Everyone's walking around thinking you know you're, they're just talking to you. Come on, you're Asian. You should understand. I'm from Cincinnati, asshole. Or, or <laughs> right. Washington. Anyway. All right. Yep. All right. Let's see. Uh, on to Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden, Episode 3, The Ancient Ship of Doom. And this is the first time I realized there was a third Ninja Gaiden out for Nintendo. I tried playing this tonight. Uh, Did yeah, you? For about five minutes before Pokemon hunting became more interesting. Also, 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 also we actually did some research. Yeah, that's the extent. <laughs> wow. Okay, so... What did you gather in this five minutes? That it was a nice cutscene? Ninja Gaiden kicks my ass like always. <laughs> uh, Does it have the same music as the first game? Or that's no? actually the first time I've ever played a Ninja, Ninja Gaiden game. <laughs> so, so the concept of same is lost on me. Yep. I see. Well, um, it's got a continued storyline, it looks like, with the same type of uh, cutscenes. Well, like the story is... Someone impersonates the ninja and kills a CIA operative, and you have to figure out why you've been oh, impersonated. Yeah, so. Ryu's girlfriend has been popped by Ryu? So Ryu and his neighbor Wilson have to uh, solve the mystery. Yeah, and so then I thought I wanted to play through the game, but then I noticed that there were squirtles at my neighborhood park, and so sorry, squirtles. You trying to you trying to level up your squirtle? Yeah, I got a war turtle now. Mm. Anyway, okay. I do like the uh, the boss for the first mission. They call it says here. Boss. I don't know about you guys, but I think Cytheria is the best squirtle out there. <laughs> He got so angry. Speaking of something that looks like a scyther. <laughs> yeah, it is. We got the scyther. first boss. Put it. Yeah, we got the first boss. <laughs> who they, 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 they named him some like it hot. Uh, is the mini boss arsenic and old lace? <laughs> no, his name is Doctor Flame. <laughs> I, guess, I guess the final boss must be grumpy old man. 
Let's see. There's... This is Doctor Flame is what happened to Marilyn. Oh. <laughs> so that's right. Yeah, this game like Ninja Gaiden's just so unforgiving is sort of the problem. I don't know how people play through these games. <laughs> like I'm just like ah oh, fuck it. Simple. We were taught as kids to be to be masochists. Do you appreciate challenge? You will enjoy this game. Uh, I, it's like the dark, the original Dark Souls. Basically, this is Dark Souls. Before yeah, I don't want to play Dark Souls either. Like that's not the kind of game I want to play. <laughs> well, then you read things, things like, oh, person beat Dark Souls playing only the drum kit <laughs> with bli- bli- blindfolded. I'm like, who takes the time to do this stuff? Do they just not have a job? Yeah, do you see someone use the uh, like? The... It's like someone having a podcast about Nintendo Power magazine. <laughs> Why <laughs> listen to a Nintendo I mean, Power really. podcast? Um, it's not even about video games, but a magazine. Someone about leveled video a character games. like all the way to what? What's the level cap in WoW now? Eighty or whatever. Someone did that yeah. using nothing but like the uh, two NES like action like the, the 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 like running pads or whatever like the action pads. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It took him like. What? Like because weeks. PCP is a hell of a drug. Well, no, it took him like a. You get some time. like blurb on some random blog somewhere, and that's it. Well, I think he got a lot on his uh, Twitch stream from it, from my understanding. But does that equal money? Do you earn money? Yeah, on Twitch, if you have enough followers, I think it was a pretty big like World of Warcraft guy. I don't know. So, I don't. So, I don't do World of War. Like it's the same reason I don't do heroin. I don't. I don't do World of Warcraft. So. Oh. So someone, so it's not that one loser did this. It's just that enough losers sponsored him to do it. So it's like it's like the philosophical question: Who was the bigger loser? Speaking of losers, mm. our Patreon is a. If you feel like losing a few shekels, visit us at Patreon.com/slash/PlayingWithPower. If you if you can waste your money on watching some guy stomp on a mat for, I don't know bullshit then you can throw a couple of dollars at us who put thought and variety into what we do we have literally minutes of prep time that go into every episode people <laughs> literally minutes <laughs> and with your support we could actually put an hour into it yeah <laughs> mike will yes <laughs> all right so let's talk about these weird bosses <laughs> okay all right let's go through and talk about these weird right, bosses yeah because this is yeah all right it's Ninja Gaiden. Uh, They'll kick your ass. So, all right. Uh, they're, they're doing all kinds of level, crazy level coverage in here and tall movies. Yeah, there's and a lot of maps and stuff. It's pretty helpful. Uh, I'll wait for you. Go, I'll wait for you guys at Act Seven. Okay. All right. There's not a whole lot uh, in terms of like new moves or anything like that. It's all the same game. It's just different levels and they have different bosses. Right. So they got uh, the Gorgon. Uh, it's a huge flying mutant. And then, but they have the illustration right next to it, and it's clearly a robot. <laughs> So, it's just like a flying bug. Maybe it's like a mute robot. A mute I, can't be- I can't believe neither of you two guys noticed his similarity to a sandshrew. Hmm. No, not so much. It's just like, a, like an insect with legs, and it's got like Bender coming out of his ass. <laughs> oh my god! Did you see that live-action uh, Futurama trailer? No. No. It is so creepy. <laughs> Some, so it's like a fan-made film, I guess. They're doing like a, some kind of, I don't know if it was an episode or a movie or something. But they, they released a trailer for it and they had, like it was it's like live action. Are they going to leave a dog alone at the end of it? <laughs> for like... Oh. <laughs> All right. No, they're going to leave him encased in it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. The... It's, it's super uh, uncanny. Valley, By the way, that apparently way. that episode was supposed to end not with the dog being left alone. That episode was supposed to be out his mom like waiting for him, but like it tested so badly they like had to remake it. <laughs> Can we make it like five percent less heartbreaking? But like to some people, the dog is sadder than people. So I don't know. Anyway, yeah. all right, Gorgon. And then we have uh, Act Three is mutant twins. There's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. So they, they say they're mutants, but are they robots is the question. They're clearly uh, demon fetuses <laughs> throwing uh, ninja stars at each other. So Meyer lurks. it's like the people outside the RNC this week is what you're saying. <laughs> Did you see that? Like, apparently no. Black Lives Matter and um, like Westboro Baptist Church were throwing pee-filled water balloons at each other. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I mean, I want none some of people pay more for that kind of action. Why aren't they throwing it at the Republicans? <laughs> well, 
I don't know. Well, the Westboro Baptist, I'm assuming, would be pretty Republican. That I just figured they'd be throwing pee balloons at everybody. <laughs> All right. Anyways, next up they have uh, Fortress Fats. That sounds like me on a Friday night. <laughs> Not to be confused with Minnesota Fats. Sounds like a um, like happy hour at Fat Burger. <laughs> the fire of this mutant shoots up toward where Ryu, Ryu lasted to avoid it. Keep moving from left to right and back in. So don't move into the stuff that's fired at you. Thanks, game. Thanks. That's a real helpful. Don't tip. stand still and let the fire hit. <sighs> it's yet another insect-looking uh, robot. Stand in the middle of the room, dodge Fat's <laughs> fire, where you're, which always is aimed where. Oh. The, I love the name of the next boss. Where the robot is Nintendo's favorite color, orange. What is the, the next, next boss? The next, next boss's name is Clancy. Oh. And he's, and he's in all pink. And his face Whoa. shoots off and fires at you. Damn, that's hardcore. That's metal right there. Uh, but now it says... Another encounter with a mysterious man reveals that his name is Clancy and that he has been helping Foster on a bizarre project involving life energy and bionoid super mutants, like the bruisers Ryu has been fighting. But now Clancy claims to be innocent and he wants to wants Ryu to go after Foster. I think maybe Clancy is the dude in the right in the screenshot. Sure. Yeah. At, well, we see Act 7. Essentially, now you're... Well, no, 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 it was Act 6. By now, the plot is getting so thick he could eat it with chopsticks. Hi-yo. And <laughs> reveals that a rift in the ruins... Racist! ...in the castle rock fortress leads to a subspace dimension that he intends to rule using life energy and mutants. You also control the doorway back to our universe. Obviously, Clancy has got to be stopped. Ryu is on it. So Clancy's back to bad again, I guess, by this... And, and also, I'd like to note, this is the one time that that Mike has gone ahead and wanted us to catch up to him. I know. Right? <laughs> All right, Mike, take away Act 7. Act 7. Act 7, the final chapter. We look at uh, Clancy in an insert of the map, and I'm pretty much convinced we're looking at Nightcrawler. <laughs> yep. I thought it was going to be like a false He-Man, when they have a He-Man clone on Masters of the Universe, and he's just blue, a blue version of He-Man. Yep, so now I move on to Nestor's Adventures. Where I get to see Nestor painting over a sign that says no painting. So that lets let you know where he stands on the side of the wall. That's where it used to have the uh, the bow tie. Yep. It's gone now. So long, Howard. Yep, and again, I already forgot you. Nestor's age keeps changing because... We don't know if he's a teenager or an eight-year-old, because apparently now he's painting the fence, and he's like two and a half feet tall. And his buddy's telling him... He's now four. (laughs) Yeah. His buddy tells him that school starts in a few weeks, and Nestor's thinking, good, I need a vacation. I'm guessing from his vacation. And the mother says that she's lost her car keys, and Nestor says he's going to help her. But he's being a little snotty prick about it. This is why he's saying, good going, Mom. And thinking she'd lose her head if it wasn't fast enough. <laughs> so then he's helping her look around under chairs and the couch. And he's like, you have to look in the least obvious places. Like in the game Robin Hood. And she replies, I didn't leave them in Sherwood Forest. And he says, you don't understand. In games, you find things hidden in weird places. And he's looking inside the dog's mouth. And the dog is thinking, how would you like to lose a finger? <laughs> and here we can see <laughs> Nestor. What the hell is wrong with his dog? Uh, some kid is opening his mouth. So, then we get to see uh, a, a faint. We get, to, we get to see a clumsy jamming in of uh, the actual video game they're trying to... They, do put, they do put a couple hints in, at least. Yeah, with power-up apples are invisible in the dark shadows, and food items may be hidden behind columns or under rugs. So essentially, we did such a good job of hiding shit from you that you probably won't see it without our help. And now, Nestor's decided, well, maybe we can, uh, maybe we can help her lose the chore list, too. (laughs) 
But then, uh, then the mom finds Nestor chewing on a chicken leg in the fridge. Which, I mean, like, have you guys tried cold chicken? Not good. Yeah. I like I mean, it. Like, no. Yeah, but well, as much as one In a chicken. sandwich, like, sliced yeah. up, yeah. Or, like, chopped up in a salad, it's fine. But just, like, a drumstick? Yeah, you get cold? that cold, greasy skin. Yeah, it's no, it's no good. Yeah, this kid's got no taste buds, apparently. So, and then he's like, forget it. I've searched every inch of this chicken. Talk about gratitude. And then he's still, he's outside, still with the chicken leg, like, he's he's nursing that thing. Who knows how long he's chewing it, because it's still missing the same amount of food. And then he notices the keys are in the car door. And then she thanks him, and says, after you finish the fence, don't forget the lawn and the, gar- and the garbage. And then the friend says, do you think she'd believe you if you, t- if you told her if you told her you lost the fence? So it's a, in my opinion, a very lackluster nest. That friend's face like it's, haunts me in the in the lower right. Like his it's, this, his, <laughs> people, this his pupils are too big. <laughs> this <laughs> thing is like a long Bazooka Joe comic. Yeah, it's really it's, there's no there's nothing funny in it or interesting. It's just awful, just awful. Yeah. All right, moving on to classified information. Battle Toads, we've got yeah. the Toad Code. This is what the hell does this do? This is pretty damn awesome. Well, the next thing I was looking at, but you can talk about this one. You'll need as much help as you can uh, to fight the the forces of the Dark Queen, and with a terrific Toad Code, you can take off with two extra lives. Oh boy! <laughs> On the title screen, and it tells you how to do it, and you'll begin with five Toads in reserve instead of three. And then it tells you about the uh, the different warps in the game. Uh, so level one, you can warp to level three. Oh boy! And then level three, you can uh, warp to. I'm trying to see where it says. It doesn't tell you. It just five. tells you how to get through it. Yeah, it says there will be a warp oh, in front of the wall five. that takes you to level five. So right. you can, if you can endure some of the turbo speeder bike level then you can just skip number four entirely. Right. And then you can find a warp in level six that will take you to level eight. So you can drastically cut down your game time on this. So that seems pretty awesome. Mm. Or you can drastically cut down your game time by not playing it ever. Oh, even better. No, yeah. Battle Toads is worth Just save yourself the trouble. Battle is worth playing. Come on. No, it's not. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I got that got That got angry. I will fight you. That was, that was angry, Ben. I will fight you, sir. <laughs> Uncle Ben says, if it's not worth playing all the way through, it's not worth playing at all. Speaking of not worth playing at all, you can get unlimited Barts <laughs> in The Simpsons so you can enjoy playing that shit fest of a game more. Uh, there we go. Mm. Unlimited Barts, more like unlimited farts. Uh, am I right? It's me on Taco Tuesday. <laughs> what is that? A balloon? No, that was me turning into a fart, but I'm putting like my fit, my palms. You should just, in you should just fart it on the controller, like, and just hope you didn't follow through. <laughs> All right, and then apparently there's a second chance stroke on the NES game. Speaking <laughs> of second strokes, how was your day, John? <laughs> <laughs> uh, not that well. Not good. All right. I, I think there's an ISIS connection here because we're clearly looking at a Muslim moon crescent here. Where? The, golf course. The, the, the golf hole. Uh, like. On the golf course. Uh, mm, the aliens have sided with them. It's ISIS me, Mario. <laughs> Jesus That was Christ. so bad. Get to America. Whoa, Lockbar. Nope. Ensuring we will never be downloaded in the Middle East. <laughs> and that's the goal, really. Trump. That's Trump's going to come after us and our families. <sighs> gonna, yeah, we've blocked on the internet anyway. So he's going to build a wall around our podcast. Do you see someone built a wall around his uh, Hollywood's uh, Walk of Fame star? <laughs> yeah, that was great. That. <laughs> but I mean, and I read like pay for uh, it, though, months ago, Mexico that they pay for it. <laughs> I read months ago that they couldn't stop people from like pissing and shitting all over the place. Well, I mean, it is Hollywood. Like that's just the hobos. True. It's probably next to some, you know, 
you know, war vet that just masturbates on the side of the street constantly. Or Paris Hilton. Who masturbates on the side of the street constantly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was saying people are used to urinating on Paris Hilton. Oh. I just thought, like, she's got nothing better to do since she's not in the news anymore. Paris Hilton, Paris Hilton, stupid yeah. whore. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dragon Warrior? Oh, yeah, there's stuff here. Okay. Silly see. spoiled whore, video playset. <laughs> it comes with, like, the ecstasy and, like, a night vision camera. <laughs> uh, okay, anyways, Dragon Warrior 3, sorry. <laughs> yeah, here we get to see the history of Dragon Warrior. 1989, the telling of the legend begins. A lone warrior sets out to follow in Erdrick's footsteps, and in doing so, bringing peace to Alf- Alfgard. To do so, he must slay the wicked, brutal Dragon Lord. And then in 1990, you expect the unexpected as you explore new terrain. Instead of traveling alone, you now head a party of three as you explore the expanded world of Alphagard, which is four times larger than it was in Dragon Warrior. And then, 1991, the sequels of the family are finally revealed. The third game in the series might explain some of the mysteries surrounding the earlier episodes. You hit a party of four, which can make beneficial class changes during your quest. And people and wonder why I never fucking play RPGs. Oh my god! <laughs> like Dude, just this reading, just best. reading about them makes me want to like. You will explore by ship as you did in Dragon Warrior Two, but this time you will also have to fly high aboard a huge bird to reach remote places. So this is... Hey, while you talk about this, there's a squirtle up the street. I'll be back. <laughs> no. So here in Dragon Warrior 2 we get to see well She's not that impressive, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, there's a Charmeleon. Oh, Charm, I need Charm, to go. Charm, 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 I actually do need to go. I'll be back. <laughs> oh Jesus. Oh great. So we get out of here. All right, we bye. see some oh. We can just bail in the middle of a Apparently. Move on, Mike. So Go sunken, forward, move forward. Sunken treasure we see from the end port, sail due north to the reef. Use Cirque to drive to dive overboard. So I just thought that was cute that we get to see that little uh, screw up in the in the typo. What are you looking here? In Dragon Warrior 2, in the first oh, one, Sunken Treasure, okay. it says use Cirque to dive overboard. So I like this concept where if you search while you're sailing, you actually mm-hmm. dive overboard and, and search the water, which kind of makes sense because you, you, you you'd be searching your ship otherwise. Is there like a little animation? It looks like it. Hmm. I would imagine that the little whirlpool is either that or you go to the whirlpool and then you search. I can't imagine it being too impressive because they got to save room to uh, wow us in Dragon Warrior 3. Speaking of Dragon Warrior 3, I have a question. Why are there three pink fairies in the screenshot for Dragon Warrior 3? Is it three times the fairy power? (laughs) Where are they? Because I'm just seeing just Dragon Warrior 2. The pink things. The pink things, you know. What page? With the wings. 27. Page 20. 27. Second page into, oh, the, yeah, into the whole article. Never mind. Let's move on. Oh, those aren't fairies. Those are like phantoms that you're fighting. Oh, it's hard to tell in the small small print. Yeah, I was looking in the margins and the borders around the page. Oh, I see. Is he really no, gone? Or is, he, is he really gone or is he just pretending? He's really gone. Oh, that son of a bitch. I had so many jokes at his expense on the next page. Just do it. It's great. We'll just make fun of him as I hear. Great. He can't defend himself. Good for him. So we're looking (laughs) at Dragon Warrior 3. We see the world of Dragon Warrior 3. And some of these locations on the map are pretty damn good. Uh, Well, we get to see number two, the village of Reeve, where I guess everything is just wheelchair accessible. (laughs) Then we get to see number 15, John's favorite town, Asram. Nice. And then 17, the Castle of Isis, because I guess there's the new Hitler now. Oh, I'm just mentioning shit, them in every episode. Is. Castle Town of Isis. Now, I got to say, from looking at the map, this looks like uh, a bit between Pangaea and our current world map. Yeah, it's like, like Pangaea. Totally South America, Australia. North America, Australia. Yeah, it's Pangaea. The in, the, in the middle there. It's Pangaea oh, it's, in mid-breakup. 
yeah. to see Europe and North America on the other side. But that's weird. Is that intentional? You think? Uh, it has to be. Well, Japanese people like to borrow from uh, tons of different inspirations, so I didn't think that it was intentional. Do you think the map is actually like that in the game, or is it just this is just the artist rendering that's like this? I never got to play the Dragon Warrior games beyond the first one for the Nintendo. I only played the one that came out on the Game Boy and the PlayStation One, Two, and the uh, the D. They haven't have they uh, redone these for any newer systems? Yes, they did. Uh, strangely enough, they did them for the Super Nintendo. Oh, okay. But I never got around. I was to thinking them. more like uh, Android or. 3DS or something. Uh, they did get remade. I found something online, but I skipped over it before. But essentially, yeah, they did get remade for uh, the Super Famicom and the Game Boy Color. This okay. game specifically. So it did get quite a bit of treatment. Yep, it was released for the NES, SNES, and Game Boy Color. Now they've got some different... Uh people or classes what do you call them types of adventurers yeah they're classes in this game because you get to evolve (laughs) what the hell is that is Uh, that you no oh that's john i didn't have a burrito (laughs) he's uh breaking into someone else's car to get a pokemon (laughs) that's nice you found he'd be perfect yeah he'd be perfect for this uh <laughs> for this uh, class in here called a goof off. Yeah, John would be His perfect. only virtue seems to be amusing others, but he does have one important use, as you'll see. Well, someone has to be the lightning rod for all the horrible, for all the tastelessness in this podcast. There you go. Yeah, I did some research on finding out what the goof off, what is it, what his. Uh, yeah, what it does. Yeah, what his important use is. And that uh, he becomes a sage. Without you having to uh, use a valuable book that you have to go all the way to a tower to get. So if you want to skip that part, you can just level up your goof off until he reaches level 20. And then he becomes a sage with uh, much better magic and stuff. What What does a sage do for you? Sage is healing and attack magics combined. Okay. Interesting. So he's the gamble if you don't know what you're doing. Well, the priest start yeah. dumping experience into him. <laughs> the priest and the wizard can each become a sage, but then you lose. But then you have to go through this whole rigmarole to do it. I see. But with the goof off, you just suffer him long enough, and unlike John, he becomes useful. I see. No, he, <laughs> that, that guarantees he's not here. <laughs> no. By the way, I gotta say they they really could have done some of this text better. Like we're looking at um, when you're attacking Kandar, uh, some kind of boss, and instead of just saying you attack three Kandar henchmen, because there's three of them there along with this dude that looks like a shirtless, uh, big-titted uh, executioner. Yeah. It just reads one Kandar, one Kandar henchman, one Kandar henchman, and one Kandar henchman appear. Yeah, one candor and three henchmen. Right. We got it. Sum it up for me. Yeah, that's the uh, thing. That, that's why if you play the Super Nintendo version of this, mm-hmm. I guarantee that they clean that, that that they clean that up. Oh, maybe. So how does this? Uh, how does a leveling up work? Is it like you spend points on them, or do they automatically level up? No, you, and their stats are predetermined. You level up, and attributes are assigned. <clears throat> so you don't spend them on attributes. No, you level up and uh, you'll get to see... Uh, I don't so know they, if it's random or if they just set. You probably have to do they have to be it. in part of your active party in order to get leveled up? Yes, I don't think... Uh, so you have them on the bench and they're screwed. I don't know if there is a bench. I think like you just get these three and you can change their class. Yeah, so you can you can take a fighter and if you've decided... Well, now I need a mage. You can just take him to a place and say, "Well, guess what? You're not a you're not a fighter anymore. Now you're a priest." Mm-hmm. And he'll lose everything he's learned as a fighter and reset as a priest. Oh, weird! So there is no bench. You just I see. make the reset. Yeah, you just make the crew you want. You re-roll. Yep. 
<clears throat> and okay. you get to see, uh, yeah, well, speaking of those Kandahar henchmen, if you beat them, you get a golden crown. But then it says, you are crown king. And you have better things to do than to sit around and rule. So find the former king of the fighting ring and tell him you're not cut out for kinghood. So, you know, forget forget the bitches, forget the bling. You got to keep it real. <laughs> Success. Oh, good. We didn't talk any. We didn't talk about you in a, in a derogatory fashion at all. I don't care. Well, I got a charmeleon. We didn't give anyone your home address and telephone number. Sweet. And social security number. Yeah. <laughs> We did hear you break into a car, though. (laughs) (laughs) I swear to God. All right. This is in the middle of a random neighborhood in in Tempe. And four cars came screeching down the street looking for this Charmeleon. Like, and stopping exactly where I stopped. So they were looking for the exact same thing I am. This is getting stupid. Bitch, this is mental. This is so dumb. There's nothing you get at the end of the game. You, You get debt. That's what you yeah, get. Yeah, I destroyed a seven hundred dollar <laughs> phone already. So yeah. Yeah, I, I got my own little idea where I'm just going to hop on the bus and like whiz by all these places that people are leaving things, and either that or just well, okay. So offer to carry their phones while they're at work. You can't be going more than I think it's twenty kilometers an hour for it to count as like registering as movement. So the bus is too fast for that. You'd be surprised with with Canada's uh, Canada, <laughs> Canada, <laughs> Canada's uh, yeah. speed. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the buses downtown will never get that fast. Yeah, we're, mean, not, we're, not, we're not going every, down the interstate. We're not going down the interstate. I'm taking the downtown circuit. They have to. S- Problem is, they're too polite. It takes an hour and a half oh, to no. do it. Tw- it takes an oh, hour. No, you oh, go no, first, you sir. Man. Oh no, no, no! You go oh, first. Let me pay for you. No, let me pay for you. Hey. It's a it takes, Canadian it, guy. <laughs> it's, it takes an hour and a half to do a 20-minute drive, so I don't have to worry about the speed limit being a factor mm. on the bus. <laughs> I, I'll be good. Well, and then all the homeless people go. leave, you know, loonies and toonies on the bus, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, so we're, I was looking through the Dragon Warrior. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Uh, like, a num- number one and number two. Oh. <laughs> uh, how does that equate to a loony and a toonie? Because they're worth $1 and $2. Bam! Facial. <laughs> All right. Uh, where are we at? Are we still talking about boring old RPGs? Oh, no. We were talking about Dragon Warrior 3, which is a great RPG. Okay. But we did skip over Dragon Warrior 2, where one of the screenshots talks about a one evil clown up here. <laughs> like, that's the name of one of the guys. One evil clown. So i got to wonder, did Stephen King or the guys from Killer Clowns of Outer Space get steal from this guy or did they st- or did he steal from them Neither, and, uh, so my guess you may also miss them that's talking about the castle town of isis <laughs> Is and, really? and your, and your yeah. favorite and your favorite town of asram mm, it does sound like my favorite <laughs> and then there was the village of Reeve only if he's where, on the bottom though yeah, and then there was the village of Reeve where everything's on ramps oh, oh. there we go <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think I've nailed. Oh yeah. Well, uh, yeah. We talked about the goof off, who is a uh, a useless jester who <laughs> only has one like great. He, he, he only has one great ability, and he can morph into a sage or a podcast host. <laughs> so that yeah, that, even I'm done with this. Like it may be a good game, but. So much talking and looking at it. If I'm playing the game, this might help, but I'm not playing it. Anymore. Yeah, it's it's talking about different things to do with different parts of the game. You know, it's time to tackle the master archfiend Zoma, and it tells you all about how to beat this boss, for example. Yeah, Zoma looks pretty fucking boss. He looks like an Aztec demigod. Mm-hmm. All right. At a at a at a, at a pride parade. <laughs> I do like this Archfiend Baramos image, like of looks like a golem. Like it looks like me after I've had like way too much sriracha sauce. My when my like <laughs> when my stomach explodes, it's like your belly button is ejecting fire. Yeah, <laughs> all that heat's got to go somewhere. Right. You flew through the front or through the back, it's going. <laughs> 
Uh, so that's yeah, page right. 36 if anybody wants to see it, by the way. Let's move on to uh, Counselor's Corner. Boom. Yeah, we get to see Bart versus the Space Mutants. How do I defeat the dinosaur? Well, simple, don't play. Then we get Yay. to see the Lone Ranger. How do I get the invisible attackers in 3D mode? Are you flipping kidding me? There's invisible attackers in 3D There's mode. <laughs> what kind of <laughs> bastards make this game? Seriously. Hitler. Hitler cop. God. You know, I had been playing that game, and it was decent. And I would have been so pissed off I had beaten the first couple levels just to find there was a 3D mode for one. And two, they had flipping invisible enemies. I mean, it may as well just like come over and take a big shit on the player. <laughs> well, I'd, speaking, I'd sign up for that. Well. Speaking of a big shit, here comes the counselors. Oh. <laughs> Are you talking about Llewellyn Graham? He looks oh, like he yeah. dropped some fat deuces, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way, this definitely... That guy's my spirit animal. <laughs> he, uh, guy, he does this look guy's a favorite, like Ben. Um, but... <laughs> This guy's name's got three syllables, but only one vowel. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, oh. Let's we'll, just talk we'll, about Shelly. Wait, wait, wait. We'll get into Shelly Coyla. Wait, wait, wait. His, hold on. Llewellyn Graham's hobbies. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. no, 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 no it's not time. No, I'm doing it. Uh, I'm doing it. <laughs> We're talking about Shelly first. Do we have anything to say? Let him do it. Let Ben do it. Oh, come on. Llewellyn Graham's hobbies are aardvarks and computers. What is aardvarks? Has, it was a thing though, wasn't it? It was like I don't, it was. It was a no. It was, it, I think it was like a mascot <laughs> All I can do, or something. If I remember right. Well, I can picture in my head this dude like <laughs> squatting up behind an aardvark, getting ready to pleasure himself on that. Oh aardvark. yeah. Oh no, he's he's going. Oh through, yeah. He's he, no, he's going for the front because this it's it's the only thing that can accommodate his tube stake. <laughs> he just figures if he puts some ants on his dick, then it'll get the aardvark to get in That's there. That's anteater. <laughs> That's anteater. Um, You're telling me they're not the same. No. All right. So, and his, wait, his wait, other, wait, wait. so his other. Okay. It's other ding on him. His best accomplishment. <laughs> Finish Nobunaga's ambition. You no, know it's not a ding on him. That magnificent beard, though. Oh, that's glorious. Um, Another ding on him. Favorite game, Final Fantasy Legend. Oh, yeah. This this guy's and, got, like, this smug look on his face. Like, I put myself to complete things that you and your so-called good judgment would just ignore. How many pick how Including many pick cable tablecloths had to die to make that shirt happen, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> my theory... That's one of my favorite jokes uh, to use whenever, whenever someone's wearing... Like, whatever a fat guy's wearing a plaid, plaid shirt. But, um, so... I got a direct from uh, the factory. Thank you very much. Um, the, my theory continues, though. Everyone's... This is like... A year and six months after your hiring date, you you get put in Nintendo Power for some reason. Like everyone is exactly a year and six months from being hired. Yeah. So it continued from mm-hmm. last month. So it looks like they hire four counselors every month, and a year and six months in, you get put in the magazine. So anyway, uh, we got Shelly Coilot that looks like Michelle Rodriguez's aunt. I was going to say she looks like that chick from the new Ghostbusters movie, but like she had a stroke. Yes, <laughs> if she had had plastic surgery stuck in a very peculiar facial contortion. contortion. All right, so her hobbies include golf and video games. Oh, you work at the right No place. shit. Nah, explains everything. Uh, she finished Air Fortress in an hour. I'd finish her in an hour. Um, <laughs> and Ew. Destiny of, of an Emperor is her favorite game. Okay. Uh, Not really too much she, to say about Shelly. Looks, like, oh. looks like she might, you know... Swing from the other side of the plate, if you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, she's wearing plaid, so... If she does, you know. good for her. If she doesn't, uh, plaid's probably not the best choice. Anyway, okay. Yeah. Then Jason Gamage. Gamage? I mean... Oh, no. If you're if you're a counselor, your name is Gamage. <laughs> your name is Gamage. Right, okay. There we go. It, it, and his hobbies are... <laughs> his hobbies are no mercy football, gorilla shit. basketball, full what? combat baseball, <laughs> and ballet. <laughs> This guy's awesome. <laughs> Jason, oh my so far. Oh my god! Jason, he doesn't know. What, he doesn't know what. He does, Look at it. He doesn't know what a comb is, but he knows how to put Finish it. Finish Street body. Fighter with one man, and his favorite. Okay. 
His favorite game is Heavy Shredding and Friday the 13th because his name is Jason. Awesome. <laughs> Jason, you are playing uh, with power. Friday the 13th is a terrible game, by the way. He looks like, he looks like John Candy's kid. we got to find this guy. Yeah, Jason looks awesome. we got to find this guy. All right. Jason looks make like it he your, wants make, it, make it your mission. <laughs> okay. My mission will. will consist of typing him into Google. There you go. I thought your mission After the podcast. Yes. I, I, thought John, I thought John's mission would be spanking it to Jane Hacker. Well, I already did. I Dude. think I might have actually met this person. I already did. Uh, Dude, this Garth? Is, he totally comes up. Jason Garth? Gamage on Facebook. Look at oh. Dude. Dude, she looks like Garth. A little bit. I met someone uh, during work at the last name Hacker. I don't know if her first name was Jane or not. Her hobbies include very curious. Her hobbies include music, karate, and skiing. It's totally oh, the guy. Man. It's totally that guy. Yeah. Thanks, John. Let's we, look that up after. Nah, the- yeah, John. I like to do my research during the podcast. Yeah, John. We this already established that the first time we ignored you. <laughs> uh, all right. Do you think she- favorite game for Jane Hacker is Zelda Two: The oh. Adventure of Link? Do you think her? I don't know if it's like her natural hair color or if she's got like highlights or something. But part of it's like blonde, part of it's like dark brown. Do you think her nickname was Dick Hacker? No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Battle Toads. How do I get to pass the snakes? Easy. Don't play the game. (laughs) Man, they really sick burn. There we go. Really look dildo on it. Yeah. They're super phallic. Okay, next up, Dark, Dark Man. Man, which is uh, not a racist film. It's it it's is, what some people are on Thanksgiving. Uh, you like white meat or you're a dark meat kind of guy? I'd be like, I'm a dark man. Mm. Brown sugar, how come you taste so good? Yeah, yeah I kind of thought about playing this, and then I looked at the ratings, and I was like, oh, holy Christ, no. Uh, two Play po- control 2.2. Theme and fun. Power meter. Fun 2.5. Oh. Yeah. Did you guys ever see this movie? Because it's based on the movie. Yeah, from Liam, with Liam Neeson. Yeah, I think Liam Neeson was the, the dark man. Peyton Manning or whatever his name is. Peyton Manning. <laughs> <laughs> really? Uh, that was Liam Neeson? Yeah. All right, time for more research. <laughs> Damn <you. laughs> Fuck. This is why we're. This is why I do prep before. <laughs> so it's why. It's by Ocean. It's from the. It does uh, star oh, Liam Neeson and Francis oh, Billy Ocean. Billy Ocean did the soundtrack for this. <laughs> what was his? Uh, get out of my dreams. Get into my car. Get into my dark man. <laughs> I thought it was like Caucasian. Dude, there's three movies: Dark Man One, Two, and Three. Were they all Liam Neeson? All three uh, of them. Dark Man Two is Return of Durant, which is Larry Drake. Uh, let's see. Is it Liam Neeson? Nope. Just oh. just uh, Robert Durant. I really wanted to play this game back in the day, and I wanted to see the movie, but I was too young. And I still haven't seen the movie. And Darkman so, Dark 3 is... Oh, it's a porno. But, <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised there's not Darkman 16. That's, there's dark, that's Dark Men. Uh, like Men in Black Men? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, dark- oh, I'll, never, I'll never forget going to a uh, Hollywood video store. Oh, no. And they still had the uh, porno section. So, of course, we had to walk in there. Uh. <laughs> there was a movie, I shit you not, just called Go Fuck Yourself. <laughs> and it was a guy taking his dick and like folding it <laughs> back under his sack into like his butthole on the cover. Yeah, it's like the Citizen Kane of fucking yourself in the ass. <laughs> It's like, oh, that that's how it works? Mr. Like, I don't think so. <laughs> Mr. Holland's O-ring. <laughs> Shaving Ryan's privates. <laughs> All right. Come dog millionaire. Yeah, I laughed. I cried that game. All right. Uh, Doc Man, don't play it. It looks terrible. That's what I would say. I like the, so, I like Dark the Man's real name is Peyton. I like where you can fight guys as the guys. So... This won't, this won't allow for any confusion at all. What? Confront Polly, and it's basically... Well, if you look at Central Park 3, you're basically this fat hoodie guy, like a, <laughs> like a, like a yardie in England. Oh, God, it looks Brawny sick. Bruiser. 
Look at that crazy fish thing, though. That's, that's so crazy. you get to be as so you get to be Dark Man himself, Peyton, and you can also dress up as a, as different characters in the movie. And assume so their skills. Polly, Skip, Smiley, and Durant. Hmm. So skill to battle Durant. So you play as Durant. Yeah. And you fight Durant. Yeah. So that's kind of confusing as shit. Yeah, especially since well, you that's, exactly that like battle's it. called Durant Durant. <laughs> uh, I'm here all week, people. Uh, do they, unless uh, a, po- does unless he a Pokemon go- shows up, then I'm gone. They were in Ottawa. Does he? Does yeah, he have a girlfriend whose name is Rio? <laughs> and does she dance on the sand? Uh, <laughs> I was about to ask: Is is there another song they did besides "Hungry Like the Wolf"? <laughs> yes, they had uh, what? Girls on film. Oh right, girls on film. Which is a. F- Fabulous uh, music video, by the way. Don't look for it on YouTube. Look for it on the uh, Red Tube. less, uh, yeah, Red Tube oh. or something. Okay. Oh yeah. Full nudity. Fully nude. Uh, um, oh. Um, oiled up wrestling pen- between like supermodels. Full penetration. There's no. No. There's no full <laughs> penetration. Like the star Dolph Rung Dolph Lundgren with full penetration, and then. <laughs> no, that's girls on girls. That's Steven Seagal. <laughs> that, that's their special movie. You've seen that episode of, of Always Sunny, right? Where they, uh, no, they write, you keep telling me about oh, it. Okay. I I've, I've made the joke it. before, but yeah. That, that is I one stopped of the, watching after the, after, shortly after the Lethal Weapon episode. That's that's the episode. They're, they're, they're making up a plot for Lethal Weapon 6 or 7 or whatever the next one would be. And they're like talking how it would star Dolph Lundgren. And it would oh, be nothing but fighting and then full part. penetration and then fighting. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> and then more full penetration. More full penetration. Uh, all right. So have you, has he going through the warehouse where you collect more chemicals, which is a great lesson to teach every player. <laughs> make, <laughs> and, sure to, um, make sure to drink any liquids that you find in the sewers. Mm-hmm. And uh, then in the Central Park, you play as the uh, fat guy. What's his name again? Polly. And of course, they have to have him attempt to jump as the fat guy. <laughs> uh, that's, and then you have to fight Polly as Polly, of course. Every fat person's nemesis jumping. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like you're just swatting each other with big uh, turkey legs. <laughs> I mean, that's what it looks Am I wrong? Yeah, no, it does look like that. It's pretty awesome. Huzzah! Swat! Um, All right. I, and then I the can't next... imagine these guys not having heavy British accents as they fight. They just look so damn pale. Yeah, has, none of us have actually <laughs> seen the movie, like, what Darkman's about, right? Is that- you, no, but they look like uh, Vince... Uh, who the hell's that uh, rugby player that went into acting? He was in Snatch. Uh, uh, so, I just read the beginning of the article here. So the dude uh, was Brad in a Pitt's in Snatch. research... Is it Brad Pitt you're talking about? The fat... The big British guy who was a, a rugby player. Jason Statham? Rugby player. Jason you're really, Statham. You're really, you're really, this is the one time you're not going to go on your computer and do some research. I'm looking. I don't know who that is. Snatch. Big, bald British guy. Bricktop? No. Talk about the, the bald guy that's always in the Jason Statham movies? Yeah. He's not fat. He was a uh, juggernaut, right? In the uh, yeah. terrible, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Brett Ratner X-Men movie. Oh, I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Oh, I'm the oh, juggernaut, for bitch. You. Vinny Jones. Gosh. Vinny Jones, there you go. He's not fat. He's been a lot of good uh, Guy Ritchie films, though. Uh, he's really oh, good in, uh, he's like in uh, Gone in 60 Seconds, too. Haven't seen that one, actually. Just like John, just like John, if his phone lights up. <laughs> there was a Charmeleon in my neighborhood. That's not my fault. There was a podcast in your room, and you abandoned you, it. Yeah, it was worth it. <laughs> we might have to demote you to a regular. Woo! <laughs> if that means I get to go catch Charmeleon. Right. You already did. You're going to have to do by your own you, choosing. You know what else you can catch? Another podcast. All right. Bye. Oh. <laughs> you know what else you can catch? Syphilis. That's true. <laughs> Don't put your dick in questionable people. All right. All right. So the rest of Dark Man's going through the levels. Yeah, that's Funhouse. Anyways, 
Chinatown. So the plot is he gets caught in a in a uh, by in a uh, fire at a biochemical research lab, mm. and um, he caught the attention of the wrong people, and he saw that it was the fault of some shady company. They attempted to beat the shit out of him, kill him. They didn't, and so now he's out for revenge. So it's a revenge flick. So it's like every Liam Neeson movie. Like this is like the prototype. I have a particular set of skills. <laughs> One of them <laughs> is dressing up as fat guys. <laughs> in this movie, instead of his daughter, they took his face. I will find you, and I will dress up like you. <laughs> and you and will. I will beat you with a turkey leg in the park. <laughs> and when you describe what happened, no one will believe you. <laughs> that you beat you t- that you beat the shit out of yourself. Hi, hey, uh, beat me up with a turkey leg. <laughs> what did he look right. like? He looked like that guy that kept showing up in my mirror. Let's let's move past uh, Dark Man, and we have a uh, poster um, of Star Wars coming soon to your NES from JVC, produced by Lucasfilm Games. And it's got a actual poster from the movie or a clip from the movie as the poster. It's super grainy. <laughs> yeah, it looks worse than... Look. It is not a great poster. No. But, and the worst part is it's not even a regular TIE fighter. That's like Darth Vader's personal TIE fighter. That's so. a TIE advanced. Thank you very much. Oh. Look at Mr. Information I here. I played X-Wing. <laughs> I, I believe it was a TIE Interceptor, actually. <laughs> oh! Um, you you got to make sure to give To that, the internets! you got to make sure to give that condescending sniff afterwards. Like, I believe it was a TIE class. That's a TIE advanced, motherfucker. <laughs> TIE Interceptor has the, like, the prongy ones out front. Your mother's got the prongy That's ones. That's true. <laughs> I was right about Star Wars, so there you go. <laughs> All right. It's a tie advance. Suck on that, nerd. <laughs> on that note, let's go ahead and end the first half of the podcast here and take a break, and we'll come right back. Uh, in the meantime, if anyone would like to find us, please reach out to us on Facebook. You'd search for the uh, Playing With Power podcast, facebook.com slash Podcast. Or find us on Twitter at GutThePower88. Again, please go on iTunes, iTunes, leave us a rating and review. Search for Playing With Power, and you will find us there as the number one Playing With Power podcast Suck that, other there. guys that haven't published in years. Woo! That's right. <laughs> Eat it. Eat it. <laughs> We're going to teabag them uh, slow and good. Just get that bag, like, right at, just grind that bag in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to do it Halo 2 style, yeah. just by squatting on just you the, with our the slow bag. metal crotch. Slow bag, take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, I'll sign us out here. I'm Ben. I'm Mike. I'm John. And now you're playing with power. Entertainment system. Now you're playing with.